Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. (laughs) FBI Radio. That's right. It is that time on a Monday morning where we crack into the world of cinema and who better to do that with than our OG film lord, Jack, and a special guest today, DIY filmmaker Freya is joining Jack in replace of Andre for another week without him, but it is so exciting to have you in the studio, Freya, and can't wait to find out uh, what's been happening in the world of cinema. What's coming up today on Movies, Movies, Movies? Well, it's really exciting to have Freya here, and I'm just loving this turntable of friends that I've been able to bring in. And uh, this week we're talking about DIY films. Everything has a bit of a DIY aspect, the two films that we're reviewing, and also Rowan Oliver, who we've got coming in, who has this insane install video work happening above art space. so I can't wait to talk to her. And Freya, you're a bit of a DIY filmmaker too. Tell us a little bit about your work. Um, so I just love making stuff at home. I think everything that's homemade is just better. <laughs> Complete creative control, right? Attention to detail. <laughs> right. Do it yourself. Absolutely. Well, let's crack right into it. Movie news. Okay, so good old Jimmy Cameron, who gave us Titanic and the original Avatar with that beautiful papyrus font, has revealed the sequel titles for his new films and the new Avatar sequels, and they sound like the name of early 2000s New Age sex cults. So we have Avatar The Way of Water, Avatar The Seed Bearer. Avatar The Tolkien Rider and Avatar The Quest for Awa. Oh, and also Avatar 3D Game Over. (laughs) So are these all potential names for the Avatar sequel? Yeah, they're like not not confirmed. Like I think they got leaked, but he's also kind of standing by them. (laughs) He's dipping his feet into the like, I don't know, home birth water. We were thinking because all these titles sort of sound like weird early naughty sex cults that you could text in your potential Avatar sequel titles with that theme in mind. The text line is 0409 945 945. If any come to mind, please send them in during the course of movies, (laughs) movies, movies. Uh, Freya, what else is going on in movie news? Oh, so uh, we've got two remakes coming out. Um, My pick. Oh, no, you go, you go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, So the, like, critically acclaimed musical from Stephen Sondheim is being remade by uh, Amy Sherman Palladino of the Gilmore Girls and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, And there's been no cast announced yet, um, but uh, Barbara Streisand's already turned it down. So, in my opinion, um, I don't really think there's a point anymore. Well, I mean, I felt the same way about Star is Born. God, I know. The Barbara Streisand one is not even the best Star is Born. So, maybe this Gypsy will be amazing. Also, Aubrey Plaza has shown up in a trailer for Child's Play, and she just looks like she's getting beautifully murdered. So, I'm excited for her to enter her Jamie Lee Curtis phase of her career, and I think we're going to get an interview Later in this year. Is that based on anything yet? Or? Uh, no, not based on anything, but just a feeling inside. And yeah, manifest destiny. <laughs> manifest destiny, riding that Lunar New Year wave and just feeling, uh, yeah. Yeah, feeling good feeling about positive it. positive about it. But talking about Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah, so from one power seat wearing power woman to another, um, we've got Ellen Page calling out Chris Pat- 
Chris Pratt for um, attending the Superchurch Hillsong, which is famously anti-LGBTIQ and promotes evil, evil, evil conversion therapy, as if we didn't watch Cameron Post and Boyer Reyes this Boyer year. Boyer Reyes, oh my thank God. you so much for Boyer Reyes. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> um, so he's famously his ex-wife, Anna Faris, was in Brokeback Mountain and now he's engaged to uh, Schwarzenegger. So that's a real 180 for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anna Faris oh, is honestly... The genius of our I generation. Know. What an God, effortless if actress. Seen, if you haven't seen Smiley Face, um, get around it. Honestly, the best movie she's in besides House Bunny. <laughs> This movie news too gossipy. I don't care. I love Juno and I hate homophobes. And Chris Pratt's not the only celeb who's in this weird show. No, church. like Kylie Jenner, Kendall's in it as well. Justin oh, yeah. Bieber. Hillsong's taking over. Hillsong's the Australian Scientology, and I'm not about Yikes. it. They can get on their bus el- elsewhere. I know. But in final, like positive, beautiful, soulful news, uh, Maria by Callas, which is this gorgeous documentary, is playing only at the Randwick Ritz this week. It's about the famous Greek American opera superstar, and it's playing at uh, Randwick Ritz, like I just said, until Wednesday. Only a couple sessions a day, so make sure you go out and say it. We're going to play a song from that because we're famously disruptors on this show, and maybe this wouldn't usually get played on FBI, but it's the song that played to Patti Smith when Robert Maplethorpe died, and it's about living for love and living for art, and yeah. Beautiful. When we come back, more of what's happening around the city in the cinema scene, and two reviews. This is Visi D'Art yeah. by yeah, Maria Callas. <laughs>
Maria Callas with Visi de Art. You're listening to Mornings. Movies, movies, movies. I'm joined by Jack and Freya. Jack, tell us a little bit about what that song is about. That song's about living your life for love and art and only ending in heartbreak. And by the end of the song, I think she's like, well, but I still lived a real life. And I think that's a little bit to do with today's episode. Absolutely. Let's get into... Two reviews. One review. And And then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Just quickly before we do, Cienzo text in, I heard the Avatar sequel is going to be called Avatar 2, A Blue Tail Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going first for two reviews today? I'm going to go first and I'm reviewing High Flying Bird, uh, which is the new film all shot on iPhone on Netflix by Steven Soderbergh. Take it away, Jack. Okay, so firstly, I don't know anything about sports. I don't know the rules on the courts, fields or death cages. I don't know about them off the field either or how people get paid or the entrenched issues within these hierarchical gladiatorial systems. But I do know about the need to redistribute power and I was completely obsessed with this movie at the same time as having almost no idea what was going on in any given moment. The characters talk at 100 miles an hour faster than Andre from a script by the hot young gay Oscar winner Terrell Alvin McCraney, who co-wrote Moonlight, and directed by mainstream punk Steven Soderbergh, shot all on iPhone and I promise... If you check your phone even once, you will wake up into a nightmare stream of consciousness of money, power and glory. It's all about this sort of shutdown in the NBA that opens up the possibility of an Ocean's Eleven style heist on the entire racist system to give players more control and more profit. And it's obviously a sexy modern masterpiece. And it's cute to watch for Valentine's because it'll keep you humble. It's so complicated and nuanced and fast paced that it'll give you a moment to look at each other and say, are you following this? And then make out instead. High Flying Bird. That was a that was a speedy review. That was a spe- you, once you watch this movie, you'll be that's how you're gonna be talking all it's, week. I think it's it sounds like the sort of movie that makes you smarter from watching it. Yeah, just like makes you. I don't know about that. Makes you like completely aware of your like, complete ignorance of like anything that isn't spoon fed to you on Netflix. Oh, I love that. So High Flying Bird in a word. Disruptor. Disruptor, um, probably over my head. I just don't know enough about sports. It was just so overwhelming. I I can't believe we I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why are we in a sauna? (laughs) And I turned to Ellie and Ellie was like, I was like, do you know what's going on? She's like, I'm glad you said that because I'm just sitting here (laughs) nodding to this. Which I think is why it's cool to watch because everything on Netflix feels so basic. And and how do you feel about the the shot on iPhone feature in a film? Do you think that's a pretty good... I feel like... Having more movies shot on iPhone just makes it so much more accessible accessible to people who want to make movies but can't because it's so freaking expensive to get equipment. It's just like everything should be available to everyone. So Mm. it's really cool having someone like Steven Soderbergh making films on iPhone. And not just doing it as like a gimmick. Like this is his second film after Unsane that he's done and hopefully it inspires like a whole new wave because he made this really cheap with like real stars like Zazie Beetz and like Andre Holland and Karl McLaughlin. I'll just quickly Mm. say on Unsane that made Jack and Andre's top... Top 10 list of films from 2018. The whole list are up at the Movies, Movies, Movies Instagram, which is at movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore if you want to follow it. So if you're ever looking for something to watch, you've got a two amazing lists there. But Unsane is on both of them. Now, Freya, we're going to get into your review of Lots of Kids, A Monkey and a Castle. Sounds like a fun title. How was it? It would, look, it was pretty fun. So um, Lots of Kids, Monkey in a Castle is um, like watching a friend's home movie. It's by um, Gustavo Salmeron. 
Um, and this Grey Gardens-esque doco is a spice of the Salmoron family dynasty caught on this fuzzy digital, fuzzy digital camera as prima donna Holita, the family's matriarch, tells a story that's almost too silly to be true. So the title of the movie is a reference to Holita's wishes as a newlywed woman and how these wishes eventually all come true, but somehow they never seem to last. Um, and so it mostly focuses on, on how the 2008 GFC forces the family to sell their castle and the nightmare moving period where Holita the sentimentalist that she is, orchestrates a family-wide effort into salvaging her hoarded tchotchkes and cupboards full of junk. Um, so this e- film could easily be super contrived. It's got one of those, like, be careful what you wish for, um, fables against materialism, materialism where family trumps all. But this doco is endearingly haphazard and is salvaged by Halita's hilarious embellishments on the family history and her twisted outlook on her own mortality and how her family obviously think the world of her, even though she's f- nuts. So, so fun. She's yeah, so eccentric. So... I'm obsessed with her. Really, if you love Grey Gardens, go see yeah, this movie. Yeah, absolutely. She's well, so funny. Anything that highlights the pain of moving houses, I'm all on board. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> and there's, like, this one scene where they have this, like, 10,000-ton chandelier and they have this huge fight about trying to take it down and they're like, we have to take it. It's like, ah. Uh... I don't know if you need to take <laughs> yeah. this priceless piece of, like, Spanish history. They're so funny because they're, like, nouveau rich move into this house and she's obsessed with Trotsky's, but she's, like, kept her grandma's vertebrae and they don't know where it is in the house, but they're, like, Constant, there's this constant quest to like find, find like them. her yeah. grandma's spine, <laughs> and <laughs> like, it just ends up being into this in this tiny little box of laxatives. It's such <laughs> it's a so nice, silly. Uh, it's such a nice like antidote to Marie Kondo because it never feels sad that she's a hoarder. It's always like, wow, all of these little things and knickknacks and tchotchkes yeah. have so much meaning and memory and are really moving and uh, an insight into your yeah. personality. And minimalism is boring. Minimalism I know, right? Sucks. Anyone who like wasted all that shit by throwing it on the road and filling up our landfill should be ashamed of themselves. Absolutely. Gumtree, everything. Okay, Gumtree, everything. Let's not get derailed here. Sorry, <laughs> let's not get angry. <laughs> Lots of kids, a monkey and a castle. Freya, what would you rate it in one word? Uh, so relatable. It just reminded me of like my mum, my nana, all my friends' mums, all my friends. Just, I couldn't... Lo- yeah. yeah. Lots of eccentric old, older lady vibes. Yeah. Oh. And just, I feel like all my friends are sentimentalists and it was just so, so relatable. Jack? Go see it with your mum. Visita de arte. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. We're going to get into Sydney Spotlight right after this track from Shlomo. And coming up in Sydney Spotlight, <laughs> we're talking to Rowan Oliver. A Melbourne filmmaker, DIY punk filmmaker. Very exciting about getting into Rainbow Means Kill. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies on FBI 
by Shlomo. This is Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. It's time to find out what's happening around town. Sydney Spotlight. And joining Jack Freya and myself is a Melbourne-based DIY filmmaker who I had the pleasure of watching a film from last night. Big FBI welcome to Rowan Oliver. What's up? Thanks for coming into FBI today. My pleasure. You've released Rainbow Means Kill. It's a DIY film in three parts and it's showing at art space at the moment in Sydney on your bed. Um, yeah, well, I'm in, like, uh, just a studio there. I just came up for this little, like, MCA program and they were, like, I was lucky enough for them to put me up and then it's, like, a loft bed situation and there's no, like, other company. Well, there's a couch downstairs, but I just, like, it's kind of, like, a funny kind of institution, so I just thought it would be nice to let people kind of go up and see that whole space and create a bit of intimacy in that. Yeah, there is yeah. something very special about watching a movie from bed. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a little bit of a, like a lazy Sunday kind of vibe. Yeah, totally. And, and intimate, as you said. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, it's just like the most logical, seeing the most logical <laughs> thing for me <laughs> to do. So when people are watching the movie from your bed, are you in the room as well watching I was them? downstairs when these guys watched it, but then later we had another screening with, my fr- with some closer friends and then, like, I joined them. Um, as well. But, you know, we weren't under the covers or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear a little bit about Rainbow Means Kill. It's uh, in yeah. three parts. Yeah, I just made this... I just made it within, like, a week or two um, just off a budget that I got off a show. Um, I'm an artist as well as a filmmaker, and so this was made for, like, an exhibition in Melbourne um, at a gallery called The Incinerator Gallery. Um, and... Yeah, it's like starts off um, with this kind of crazy um, scene where me and my friend who I live with as well, um, we just like get really angry about like we want we just want to go into the city and like get some like CEO and like um, take them and then like film them, um, like hold them for ransom, get all their money and um, let everyone know that, you know, you can't keep um, taking everyone's resources and keeping them for yourself. And, They're and, ours as well. And, and was there a level of <laughs> irony in that in that storyline or is that how you genuinely feel about it? Think, I think that's all we can do at the moment. Is, is take and kill yeah. them. Is kill people, yeah. Yeah. Get really, <laughs> get really trashed <laughs> go into the city. Yeah, yeah. Pour champagne over Crombank. CEO. <laughs> yeah. And what about parts two and three? What happens there? Yeah. Uh, well, part three is pretty pretty like a kind of little epilogue is that the yeah epilogue and then but part two is like I I met this um girl through the internet and she's kind of like this like indigo child like bit new agey and um she sometimes goes down to the beach and um picks up rubbish so and then I saw her doing that on her Instagram story and I just thought oh this would be great as like a as a scene and we filmed it on a drone and yeah, she just kind of waxes lyrical about, in a really genuine way, about her love for the environment and her distaste for people who are destroying it. And that's, yeah, what I'm about right now. I feel like I'm just preaching, like, be bad and be a hippie. <laughs> and then, like, you're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's such a good thing to preach. It made me feel so much like after watching them, I was like, I'm just so in awe of people who are trying. Yeah. And uh, everyone's trying and everyone just uh, is ignorant and doesn't know all the answers. But... I really liked the humour in both, where it was like, 
both characters in the first one and the second one were yeah. really trying to do something. Yeah. And I think we're all, like, trying to reach new levels of, like, authenticity and sincerity at the moment, like, coming into realising that we're about to be instinct, so extinct if we don't change things. So, yeah, I think just pushing into that and, like, I don't know. Well, My film practice is just, like, what I feel like should be promoted or put a spotlight on or encouraged in certain behaviours or ways of being and stuff, so... I really like the concept or sort of idea around being faced with the end of the world and how that brings out an authenticity mm. or, or genuineness in people because there's no point in pretending anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And it's also <laughs> kind of funny as well. Thought. Like, I thought what I liked about it was that earnestness can sometimes be really funny and yeah. that doesn't mean you necessarily need to dismiss it, but no. it, it, it actually, like, cuts to my core better than yeah. more than something maybe that's quite serious yeah 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 um i wanted to mm. ask you how you became like how you got into filmmaking from being an artist and what spoke to you and why you started doing this kind of stuff yeah why did i start getting into filmmaking i was just living in new york and my friend had this like made friends with this guy who had this like full frame cinema camera and i was like i've always kind of dabbled in like video art and then that kind of just like i don't know it's just like you know a portal and it's so much more than materials for me now it's like the complexity of like being able to create any scene and um any story and I don't know show anything and yeah I just always had an approach to it that was like get the camera get the cinematographer get the actors and the location and like that's it and just um show what you want to see or something so uh, yeah I don't think you have to really do much more than that so Rainbow Means Kill is showing at Art Space until Wednesday now. How can people get in touch with you to get a screening? Oh, uh, yeah, just hit me up. I'm, like, around all the time. So, um... Come into Art I'm Space. on Instagram. Yeah, DM me, um, or, like, my email is on my Instagram if you're a bit more email literate than... I think that's on the FBI thing website now. What's your um, Instagram handle? Everybody's Daughter. There you go. If you no want. underscores or anything. <laughs> you want to get no underscores, needed. And see, rainbow means kill. I think that's all we've got time for today on Movies, Movies, Movies. Thank you so much to Ro- Rowan Oliver for joining us. And Freya for coming in as a special guest film lord today. Jack, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure talking movies with you. And we're going to have details up for everything we've been talking about today on Movies, Movies, Movies on the program page. Just head to fbiradio.com and click on Programs Mornings. This is Endgrain with Wayback. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.